Well, it's Dr. Kirk Triplett here, a Pastor's Positive Mental Health, and we're going to continue this journey of Pastor's Positive Mental Health as we we look at uh, what it means to have self-control. Dun, 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 dun. Who likes self-control? So just a couple of things that we need to understand about self-control. I think self-control, we need to understand, is uh, can be defined as one's emotional balance and control and the ability to regulate frustration and stress, coping with stress and conflict. So um, though stress is a byproduct of conflict, pastors recognize that there are seasons of stress in work and life that are not a direct result of conflict. Pastors also mention that stress relief happens when church members exhibit genuine concern for the demands of the ministry. So empathy could be uh, something that is part of stress relief and conflict relief that helps a pastor regulate their emotions. When church members mention that they understand the stressful time and that they emphasized, um, pastors feel and have felt relief. Although there are moments that church members asked how they could relieve the pressure of someone and of the pastor, what really helped the pastor was not just the asking, not just the praying, although those are very important, but actually getting involved in the work that helped uh, reduce stress, reduce conflict. So the response of church members, uh, when we interviewed pastors, we had a few things that came out of that. And so uh, one of the things that helped with regulating their emotions was conflict relief. Another was encouragement. And then there was stress relief. Uh, And so surprisingly, these responses uh, from the pastors, um, they actually have involvement. And these, because they're involving, they're not only... Uh, feel the sense of the con- uh, conflict relief and stress relief and encouragement, but it also builds their pro-social attitude and then certainly their personal satisfaction because they're more optimistic about the future. Again, when church members empathize with the pastor and they assist the pastor, they often pastors often feel a sense of invigoration and, and actually are encouraged and inspired to um, continue the work. Um, also, when church members realize that they are personally responsible sometimes for the stress and for the conflict, and they want to help relieve those things. And also, when there is stress and conflict, them taking, the church members taking personal responsibility to actually help. Now, I want to just address something quickly. Um, there is great uh, uh, power in apology and and listening and so to the pastors i think often we take everything personally as pastors rather than stopping going wait i am an unworthy servant just doing my duty Um, i have no rights my rights are not my own so how can i serve the people that god has entrusted to me now i realize that often stress and conflict come from these ambiguous job expectations and then when they are unmet those things come out and but at the power of apology and how can I do better and listening and empathizing even with the church member is beneficial but often it all falls upon the pastor and so we realize that the pastor is in a precarious position at times and when you get people together you're going to have 
conflict and stress. Now, what's interesting is um, I have a pastor friend who used to say, you know, looking at the church as a body of believers, um, where there's body parts, there's body odors. And so you're going to have these moments. But let's take a time and let's look at some of the ways that the conflict relief happened in examples for pastors. So pastors explained that when there was conflict in a meeting, that some of the members came up to them after and expressed them they did not agree with maybe how someone responded um, and that they assured the pastor that they loved him. Um, often we've had elders come up with and frustrated with the situation and they, they tell a pastor, yeah, but I have your back. I'm here to help. Um, and that's important to the pastor, it relieves the, the, the conflict, um, that people believe that, that the pastor is actually compassionate and that they are compassionate and they understand that dealing with problems is really just part of lives and relationships. And so some other people will come up to pastors in the midst of conflict and they have experienced similar types of, of um, conflict. And so they're able to share their experiences and empathize in a greater matter. So again, they understand the circumstance. Pastors know that people, whether they disagree or not, they still love them and they'll stand by them. I think that's important. Um, Sometimes when they know that there's conflict and someone comes to the pastor and says, hey, I'll go with you or let me go, let's go meet with them together because I understand some past hurts and maybe some some things and trauma in the past that, that maybe the pastor is unaware of. And so they go forward and they help and that really helps relieve the conflict, especially if there's been um, just past history between church members. Uh, sometimes that the pastor is not aware of. And so uh, even people being willing to meet and say, yes, let's meet, let's have a reasonable conversation. And I think reasonable is something that really is important when we talk about uh, conflict and, and, and a pastor being able to regulate his emotions. Um, and so we need people that help to put, bear some of the burden of the conflict that happens in church. So when people maturely talk and they talk through things and they have some wisdom and they don't run simply on emotion. And so uh, one pastor, um, they were trying to remodel some stuff in the church and the paneling that was on the pulpit was from the 70s. And and uh, he's like, I know that it was a gift from this gentleman who had passed away. And he said, I, and their grandkids were now adults. And and he said, I needed to change it. He goes, so I sat down with them and I talked to them and said, hey, we'd really like to update this paneling. And and they all laughed and said, oh, please, it's, it, you know, we updated it years ago in our house. And so, but just that they were reasonable. So there was conflict there, but they weren't like automatically telling the pastor that he was a jerk for wanting to change grandpa's lectern. Um, so again, the, the response then was beautiful and that pastor felt relief. It's comforting that they were willing to do that. Uh, sometimes people just saying, hey, let's just sit down and talk. Let's get it on a table. We know we love each other. So let's just, just figure it out. And I think all so when um, so in a, in some churches when a pastor is installed as the pastor the congregation has a moment where they say they promise to take the best construction on everything so rather than the, the church member immediately thinking ill of the pastor or evil of the pastor say wait a second you know let's just take a moment um, and let's talk to the pastor and let's find out his heart. Is it really to cause um, this sort of frustration? Because I will tell you this, most pastors want their congregation to not be distracted by conflict. They want them to be able to see Jesus clearly and they want to work those things out so that they can actually walk with the Lord in step without the entanglement of these 
the stress and the conflict, which leads us to encouragement. And when there have been times of conflict, um, often uh, what pastors say is that when someone comes in and they're willing to, to help, when they're willing to be reasonable, when they're willing to empathize, it gives them encouragement because they see the stress on the pastor, they see the conflict uh, on the pastor, and they tell the pastor, thank you for what you're doing. We're, we're, we love you. We're behind you. We're going to get through this together. Um, and, and when they know that conflict is happening, especially during like the pandemic and when things were happening during COVID and people's emotions were, were high because of all the misinformation, the unknown uh, at the beginning of it, and we didn't know how to handle it, the, the actual true fear that many people had because of it, and then the cavalier side where people just uh, disregarded it, and you had friction within the church, and the pastor had to straddle both of those lanes and try to come to common ground. And so when 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 people look in the pastor and they thank the pastor for for navigating it, even though it's been difficult. And so sometimes that happens that, Pastor, I know you're going through a tough time. I know it's stressful, but you gave a great message today. Thank you for faithfully serving the Lord. So again, that's encouragement for the pastor. Um, obviously, too, when, when when you have an elder board who who wants, who wants maybe they won't, don't agree all the time, but they are there to help the spiritual vitality of the church and to help the pastor accomplish the mission of equipping the church and the people of the church for the work of the ministry. So people can actually proclaim the gospel. So they get encouraged uh, when the church... uh uh, has sometimes when there's a transition in church to like a second service, you're growing and you got to go to second service. That's going to cause a lot of conflict. And so really having people come alongside and say, we're going to get through this together. I know you're stressed out about it. A simple thing as, as just rearranging some things in the church sometimes uh, can really be difficult for people. And so obviously too, when you've gone through conflict, but then someone says, okay, pastor, we got through that. What's next? Let's Let's, let's continue to move forward for the kingdom of God and when there's stress. And so, you know, when, when tragedies happen too in churches, it's really important for church members to understand that, that the pastor bears the weight of that when the families move away, when someone passes away, when someone takes their life, when there's accidents, when there's cancer. And these things that, that, that the pastor um, gets all these 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 cares dumped upon them and the expectation is the pastor will provide relief for the people and the families that are going through these tragedies and these traumas and these moments in their life. The pastor also needs someone to come alongside and people to come alongside and say, thank you for what you're doing. Um, we're, we're here for you. We see um, what you do and we value what you do. And so again, uh, just those things when there's conflict that can encourage the pastor in the midst of it, um, you know, just expressing gratitude in difficult seasons to bring that encouragement to um, the, to the pastor. Uh, one pastor said, one time a, a church member just said, thank you for listening. <laughs> and that encouraged him. So it doesn't take a lot, um, you know, or just saying, are you getting your days off? Are you getting time away? Are, are you taking time for self-care? I think just that, that people are looking at the pastor as a person um, and not just someone who is trying to always fulfill and needs to fulfill their spiritual needs. And then also we see that there's not only conflict relief that helps regulate their emotions and give them self-control, but there is stress 
relief. So again, conflict relief is someone saying, hey, let me, let me be reasonable in the conflict. Let me help in the conflict. Let's sit down. Let me, let me share my experiences in the conflict. Um, and, and then they're reasonable about it and we're able to get through it. And then through conflict or times of emotional stress or seasons of ministry, people are empathizing with the pastor and caring for the pastor and letting the pastor know that they love them, that they, that they appreciate them, and, and are they taking care of themselves. But then there's also stress relief. The work of the ministry is stressful. Now, granted, I really believe that sometimes pastors add to their schedules to make themselves feel more important than they really are. And I'll call other pastors out on this, so I don't mind saying it. But we're very good at, at, at making ourselves think that we are the end all. We're not. Jesus is the end all. Um, and so it's okay to take breaks. We don't have to be working 24-7. Um, but the reality is... Um, there is stress to the ministry. I mean, what we are doing in the pastoral ministry, we lead with our heart. We believe it's a sacred calling. And we also want to make sure that what we are doing has eternal um, ramifications. And so everything that we think about, every action that we do, the words that we say, typically that is in the back of our mind saying, how is this impacting people for eternity and for the, the benefit of the kingdom of God? And so we need to realize that that is a stressful thing. And then you add growth in the church, you add people leaving the church, you add people in conflict in the church, um, you just add life in general, and there's a stress factor that comes. And so we need to realize that, that, that stress is a real thing. And so how do church members help a pastor deal with their stress? Well, I think genuine care, really coming and caring for them and saying, how can I help you? Um, and I really just kind of want to leave it like that, affirming the pastor that they, that they love them, that they just appreciate what they're doing. How can they help? We see that this is a stressful time. Um, though it might be an exciting time, it still can be a stressful time. And so even saying things like, Pastor, you don't have to do everything. Um, how can I help? And again, this goes back into pros, to personal satisfaction. How are people engaging in the work of the ministry? Because the work of the ministry cannot be done by one person. And often people believe the lie that it's the pastor's responsibility and maybe a select few to do the work of the ministry. No, everyone who calls themselves a believer in Christ has received the forgiveness of, of sins and, of, and have received salvation. They are now part of the body of Christ and every body part has a function. They are valuable to the working of the church. And so oh, when they're not functioning correctly or they don't understand, um, it a, causes a drain on the pastor. And so the reality is a pastor is an easy target in the church. And so we need to realize it's stressful. And so really stepping up and asking the pastor, I would say continually, how can we help? What can we do? Um, you, you know, and, and getting other people to get involved, you know, be a champion for getting involved in children's children's ministry or women's ministry or men's ministry or cleaning up the, the church or, or whatever. Be a champion for those things. If there's a ministry that a pastor has started, a, a, an extra service or a midweek service, supporting that and saying, how can I help get the word out? And so I just really want to encourage all of the church members to realize that self-control for a pastor is how they regulate their emotions. And the reality is when there's stress and conflict, which always happens in the human condition of a broken world, um, that we have the responsibility as church members to help the pastor be reasonable with one another and look to Jesus who binds us together in peace. 
And, and, you know, Paul talks about that in Ephesians chapter 4, that we would be eager to maintain the unity of the body in the bond of peace. And so we need to realize that there is an attack for the peace of the church. There's an attack for di- to, to cause dysfunction and disunity in the church. But the goal of God is that we would be one, even as Jesus and the Father are one. We are in him and he is in us, so we would be one. Christ is not divided. So we need to help our pastors regulate their emotions by being there in conflict, to help them relieve conflict, in stressful times, to help bear some of the burdens of the ministry, and give encouragement to them. So I hope you like this. Please share it with other people. Uh, Like it and uh, send it out.